welcome to the podcast. It just flipped out. We're unraveling the random of all the quirky, perplexing, weird, and wonderful for no apparent reason, messy, all over the place shit. We're going to be looking at thoughts and feelings and ideas and norms and challenging who we are, how we grow, and improving. And also maybe, hopefully, some laughter in there. Who am I? Well, my name is Rachel. Um, if you can't tell, I was Southern born and raised. Hey, y'all. <laughs> um, I was kind of shy as a kid, but as I've gotten older, um, I just really have felt like I should use my voice more for myself and for others. Um, I feel like a lot of this really started emerging, came to light in the mid-2000s when my son Ashton was diagnosed with various disorders. Um, eventually, we found out that he has autism. And really, I just kind of realized that there, while there are groups out there, not in small southern towns, um, of people to communicate with, help, um, none of people understand what those kids are going through. They need someone to speak up for them and then also kind of parents for support. And there really wasn't any of that, but it really pushed me to speak up more, use my voice, um, reflect. And, and I really just kind of changed and grew as a person during that time. Um, To, to become, I really became, in that time, I became who I feel like, the beginning of who I am now, <laughs> I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, and as you, I don't know if you can tell right now with it, but you definitely will over time. I am super passionate about advocacy and learning and growing and <clears throat> just speaking up, using your voice, telling your story. Um, everyone's story devo- deserves to be heard, whether it's in a podcast format, talking to friends, just opening up and just speaking your truth and being transparent to other people about just who you are, um, all your weirdness. So that's kind of what we're going to get into in this podcast is um, using our voices and then just all, like I said, unraveling the random, all the weird, quirky things like, I don't, I don't even know what's going to (laughs) happen. I guess we'll find out. Um, so I mentioned to my one son, Ashton. I have two other children. I have girls um, who are older and younger than him, Carly and Isabel. I am married to Philip. I have siblings. We'll get into all that, I'm sure, over time. Um, as most people think they have a crazy family, I 100% feel like I have a crazy family. We will for sure get into all of that stuff. My um, my father has some of the craziest sayings and things like that. So I'm sure at some point we'll you know pull in some some Harveyisms. Um, <laughs> like I just I can't think of anything right this minute, but um, I'm gonna write them down and then we'll kind of start bringing those in, and so you will see you will see the silliness that I grew up in. Um, so, so why a podcast? Um, really it just kind of, so why a podcast came up when I had lunch or dinner with a friend 
and we were just talking about things that we wanted to do or like, I've always wanted to do this or, you know, that kind of thing. And, um, to backtrack real fast, I've worked in the accounting field since I was in high school. And, um, (laughs) so I said, I've always wanted to talk on the radio. Like it's just been, I just feel like it would be super fun. Like it had nothing to do with even like music, which I love music. Um, but it really came down to like talking. I just was fascinated by the whole thing. And she was like, why don't you do a podcast? And so for quite literally the last two plus years, I've been thinking about a podcast and what would it be? And what would I talk about? And ultimately I still don't really know, but I'm just jumping in with both feet and kind of just jumping in and taking some action. So um, shout out and huge thanks to my friend Ashley for helping me see and that I could just do it anyway, figure it out. So, okay, let's get into today. I wanted to talk about, um, reflection. So we're at the end of 2020. Um, and it just feels like a good time. And really you can reflect anytime you can reflect weekly, monthly, whatever, but I'm just going to, I guess I'm kind of talking about annual reflection at this point. Um, so what is reflection? Basically, it's just careful thought. So um, I do have a few references. I pulled some things from the internet and um, I'll try to put those in the show notes. I'll figure that out uh, <laughs> so that you have a reference point for those things. Um, but why should, why should you reflect um, on situations your life, your thoughts, your feelings. There's so many things that you can reflect on, but why should you? Um, and in this one article I had found from the, why don't I have it written here? Oh, Harvard Business Review. Um, and this was more for leadership, but I just kind of really felt like it was very well written. And so, Reflection gives the brain an opportunity to untangle and sort through observations and experiences, consider multiple possible interpretations, and create meaning. And, you know, this meaning comes from learning. So when you're going to create new meaning or meaning from situations and experiences, then that meaning comes from learning. And learning can inform your future mindsets and actions and how you go forward and what lessons did you learn and how do you want to change and be better and, you know, all those things. Um, but a lot of people resist reflection or they think, oh, I'll just think about it or, you know, whatever. But if you're not writing it down or really just kind of taking a deep dive into it, then it's not really benefiting you in the long run. Um, so you might be saying, I don't, I don't really want to. The past is in the past. I don't want to be thinking about it. Like it's, it's already gone. Like I'm just put up a, put up a wall. There's nothing there for me to see. Um, and so I'm just going to ask you, I'm going to pose to you if you're super re- resistant to reflection. And at this point, we're just talking about reflection in any capacity. It is not in any specific format. We're just talking about reflection. And I'm just going to ask you, You're like, I don't want to do that. What are you avoiding? What are you avoiding by not reflecting on your life and circumstances and thoughts and feelings? What are you avoiding? What don't you want to see or try to learn from it? 
And then what does not facing the facts or thoughts or feelings do that is beneficial to you? Because there are so many studies done on trauma, not facing things, that by not doing this, you really are just limiting your future by not in the present reflecting on facing your your past. So I'm just going to put that out there. What are you avoiding? And how is and by avoiding it, how is it beneficial to you? And really just think on that. So so at this point you're like, okay. All right, I guess I'll do it. I'm just going to also put out there, start small. Set a small amount of time. Whatever that feels realistic, reasonable for you. Find us, and then within that, find a style that works for you. And so I'm going to kind of go from maybe the best to, um, well, let me rephrase that. I don't mean the best. The best is really whatever works for you. The best is going to be whatever gets you to do it. Whether it's literally for two seconds or like a minute. I didn't, I tried to say two minutes and I said two seconds. I mean like a minute or two. You set a timer for two minutes and you reflect. And so in their styles are, they can be journaling. And so there are tons of studies out there about um, handwriting, like with your hand and a pen, like pen, pencil, whatever, and paper, handwriting your thoughts and feelings, your reflections, your journaling. There are so many studies out there about, there is just something about, the brain connections doing that as opposed to like typing it out. But for this purpose, I'm going to say that journaling, it would be words to paper, whether that paper is a computer or, or whatever, um, computer, um, you know, notes, whatever, hand written pen, paper, or computer that that would be journaling. Another way would be talk to text. So maybe you go like, I don't like my handwriting. I don't want to handwrite anything. Maybe another step is talk to text, whether it's on a computer, on your phone, whatever, in your notes. You can do a talk to text. Just do that and then get it down. That way you can look back and read on it and then, you know, make some additional notes on like, okay, this is the lesson that I want to learn from what I just wrote down. Um, you know, then another layer from there, it would be talking to someone, um, or voice memos or even videos. Um, there's apps out there, tons of apps. Like, I don't know if any of y'all know about Marco Polo. I use Marco Polo quite a bit with several groups of my friends and you can set up a Marco Polo just you yourself and record yourself, you know, with a video, which you can do it in your phone, but maybe you want it in a little bit, um, different area, but you can video yourself talking to yourself. I have found that at times very therapeutic. Like if I'm in the car and I'm like, Oh, I really want to write this down or I want to remember this, or I want to talk about this to myself, but I want to go have a reference point to come back to. Um, I'll turn that on or the voice memo or whatever. I like the Marco Polo just because I can see my facial expressions um, a little bit. I, the way I have my phone set up in the car, um, 
I'll do that. And I feel like that is super helpful and beneficial to me. But maybe you're like, I don't, I need someone to talk to. Well, have a close friend that you feel comfortable with that you can talk to about those things and they give you feedback. Definitely pick someone who makes you feel good as a person. Um, And that doesn't mean that they um, cater to you or um, enable you or whatever, but you definitely don't want someone who has like negative, a negative impact on you and your thoughts and feelings in your life. You want someone who in general, you're going to end on a positive note with. So there's another one. And then let's just say you're like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to vocalize it. I don't want to write it down. I don't want anybody to see it. Then maybe set, you know, your time limit and really just think about, like, we'll get into in a second some questions and and things like that. But think about that question and what would your answer be if you were writing it down? And then I would also still push you to write parts of that down. So like you, like you think on the question and you're thinking all these things, but the key points that you want to remember or lessons or the actions that you want to take in the future, write those down. Again, even if it's just in the notes in your phone, um, you know, whatever. So those are the things. So journaling in any format, talk to text, talking to someone, voice memos, videos. And then last would be, if you just don't want to do any of those others, thinking and writing down your key points. Um, so then maybe you're thinking, okay, all right, I can do one of those formats, but I'm going to kind of go specifically to the journaling. If you, um, you can use a notebook. You do not have to have a fancy journal, whatever. But if you want one, get one, but don't let that stop you. If you've listened to this and you're like, okay, I'm super motivated. I'm going to go journal and write this down. Then go get a piece of paper, get a post-it. It doesn't really even matter. Go to the notes in your phone and write stuff down. If you have a tablet, use that. There's tons of stuff. There, there are endless, countless possibilities of ways for you to write your shit down and get it out of your head. So find one of them. Don't let any, the thoughts of perfectionism, um, I have to have this, any of that hold you back from doing it. Um, and so the next kind of comes into what, it, like, I don't know what to write. Like I need prompts or questions or whatever. I'm going to give you a couple here in a second, but ultimately Google that shit. If you go Google or whatever search engine you want, you go put in journal prompts, there is going to be a plethora, a plethora of information for you. Um, there are 30-day ones. Like, there are some on self-reflection. There are ones on situations. There are relationships. Everything. If you have an Amazon Kindle, there are, <laughs> and you have, like, Kindle Unlimited or whatever, There are options there. You don't have, there are so many free options out there. You don't have to pay for anything. And in the end, sometimes you're, if you just start thinking, like you're just like, I'm just going to write for five minutes or two minutes or whatever you choose. Once you just start writing, 
stuff comes out because it wants to come out. You can start writing a grocery list. You can start writing random shit that's in your head. Like, I'm, I'm just saying, you just start writing and things will come to you. And you're like, no, it won't. It will. I promise it will. It will. Go do it and then come back and say, yeah, you're right. Um, <laughs> um, there are books with prompts out there. But again, you don't have to pay for shit. If you're on Facebook or any social media, there are pages, there are groups devoted to journaling. They will give you a journal prompt every day. So, again, countless, countless possibilities out there. Um, so, then within that, I'll give you a couple things. So, um, again, we're kind of talking about a year here. But here's one question. What is one thing I wish I did this year question what's one thing you wish you did this year and then if you want to take this going forward look at it week by week or like maybe on Monday or Sunday what's one thing I wish that I had done this week and write that shit down or at the end of the month or I'm just you know you can use this anytime or today day by day like maybe you just like I don't really want to go look up a bunch of prompts but this could be one thing. What's one thing that I wish I had done this day? And it's not a beat down in yourself of like, oh, I didn't do this. It's what's one thing I wish I had done? And then like you can evaluate, should you have prioritized it better? Um, is it something that's just for you and you're constantly doing for others? You know, how can you, and then how, what's the lesson that you can learn in that? You know, maybe it's to be more selfish and maybe it's to do things for yourself more or, you know, What's one thing I did do today? Well, you know, I didn't make it home in time for my child's bedtime or, you know, whatever. And if that's an, an importance to you, then it gives you this awareness. And maybe over time you write that consistently enough or, you know, then you're like, you know what? There's a theme here. That's the whole point of this reflection. Um, so another question is, am I holding on to something that I need to let go of? Whether, again, anger, um, frustrations, you you know, what legit whatever. What matters most to me in my life and am I giving it a priority? What lessons did I learn to take forward? So kind of as you're doing some reflection and you're like, okay, I wrote all these facts down about this situation, whatnot. What lessons did you learn to take forward? And honestly, sometimes writing out those lessons and keeping them you know, somewhere else, um, even if just the lessons are bulleted point, you know, to kind of keep on a post-it somewhere. If something you want to remember, put that, some, put that, uh, put that shit up everywhere. And then another one is what are the facts of a situation and what do I think and feel about it? So sometimes when we're angry or we're going through some stuff, we're frustrated, we're mad. Um, honestly, even if we're happy, I'm going to be honest, even if you're happy about something, like if you're like, you know what, I just had, you're journaling, you're like, I had the best day ever. Write down all the things that you did and how did you think and feel about it? Like it, none of this has to be negative either. I don't know why I made all that sound super negative. Um, the whole point with reflection is to learn and grow. I mean, it's to learn and grow. And so it doesn't always have to be negative. And I, you know what? I really apologize if any of that made it sound like it has any negative connotations because it doesn't. I, when I journal and write about stuff, a lot of things are about 
happiness and positivity and what makes me feel good. It's not necessarily about the negative, but you definitely want to look at both because they're what with the positive and things, what is the biggest takeaways that you want to keep doing? And with the negatives, what is it that you want to learn so that you don't keep doing it? Um, so, and then lastly with this, I'm just going to say, take motherfucking action. Take action. Like, with the journaling, finding a notebook, whatever way, get what you need. Just, just take action. If you're sitting there and you're thinking, I want to do this, but, 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 there's no buts. You just take action. Press pause right now. Go to your notes in your phone and start writing something down. Get a napkin. Get a get a pen. With all the COVID stuff, people are handing out pens left and right. Get a pen. Write it down. Or again, do a talk to text. Do talk. Do a voice recording. Just, just take action. Take action. I just cannot even say that enough. Can I? Can I? One more time for everybody in the back. Take some action. All right. <laughs> um. All right, so kind of winding down with this. And one last time, take action. And then come back and let me know that you took some action. I would, I would love that. Um, I've got a couple quotes to kind of round this out today a little bit. Um, one, again, because we're talking about 2020. Um, this was a quote that went around, I don't remember, spring. In spring. And it's by Leslie Dwight. What if 2020 isn't canceled? What if 2020 is a year we've been waiting for? A year so uncomfortable, so painful, so scary, so raw, that it finally forces us to grow. A year that screams so loud, finally awakening us from our ignorant slumber. A year we finally accept the need for change, declare change, work for change, become the change. A year we finally band together instead of pushing each other further apart. 2020 isn't canceled, but rather the most important year of them all. And I remember when I read this that I was like, whoa. Okay, maybe this needs to be the year of change. In whatever format that is for me, you, you know, each individual person. And then one more that I found, um, as I was kind of just, this kind of came up because I was reflecting on my own year and this was something that came up in May and I follow commanding life on Instagram and they do, um, just some kind of inspiration every day. And then they do an affirmation and a reminder, but this was the, um, the daily one and it was from May 20th of 2020. And it's never be ashamed of the areas in your life that need improvement. Be compassionate with yourself as you learn. Be patient as you pursue the path to happiness. Be gentle as you focus on who you need to become to live the life you desire. Whether it's habits, mindsets, or self-worth that needs work, remember to be kind to yourself as you keep trying. No one is born with all the answers. So... Just remember that. I'm going to send you out with your day with that a little bit. And um, call, one last couple little things with me. Um, I'm, I'm 
I, I sound super mature and I am, but I'm also 12 in my mind. And so I just ran across this and I thought it was super funny. Um, <laughs> what gets long when you jerk it fits between boobs, slides in a hole and loves to be pulled a seatbelt. <laughs> I don't have a dirty mind. I have a sexy imagination. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> if you want to reach out to me, I am on Instagram at it just slipped out and I have email. It just slipped out podcast at gmail.com. So have the best day. Embrace all that weird shit that makes you, you love ya.